Praise God. I'm going to ask a blessing over this sermon this evening. Then I got a story to tell you. Heavenly Father, Lord, God, we ask you that you're already here, but I ask you that you anoint this mouth, these lips, this tongue, God, that only your word will come forward. Lord, we gather in your presence to be lifted up and more importantly to lift you up tonight, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the young people that come out, that make the effort to be in your house and in your presence. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Satan's a liar, isn't he? You know, I've been working on a message for for a while. And Sunday the idea came to bring out my jug and things. This morning I got up and praying, running some errands around town that I needed to get done. And I get home and I get my computer out. And I sit down and I type out my scripture. And all of a sudden I start getting the sinus headache. Now I get headaches frequently. So I text Autumn, I said, do we have any sinus medicine? I got a sinus headache coming on. She said, I'll take some Zyrtec. But by the time she sent me that message, it went from a sinus headache to a migraine. When I get a migraine, it's crippling. A lot of people, their head hurts. Me, my entire body hurts due to that disease I don't want to mention doesn't deserve a name so I went I took my medicine early thank God it came on early enough that I was able to get up go lay down sit in a dark room got back up Autumn had brought dinner home and we come to church and I'm sitting over here many of you probably seen me bringing up my notes and I went with John tonight to, put correct, to correct any errors that I had on his, my computer dies. So it's plugged in over here at Greg's stand. I probably won't use it tonight, though. John, I'm going to rely on you, all right, brother? But let me tell you, isn't it a great thing to see our youth in the house of the Lord? God's going to bring up ministries. You know, I know the election's over. We don't know who got what. We might find out before January. What's the swear-in date usually? January 20th? Somewhere around in there anyway? Praise God, we got the House and the Senate. But God's been dealing me with water. And I want to bring up a little story in 1 Kings about a widowed woman and a man of God. First Kings tells us a story about Elijah. And he goes, and this widowed woman, is she's depressed, she's widowed. And I can't even imagine what it is to lose a spouse, although we've been dealing with death in the family. And She's, she's depressed. She's running out of food. She doesn't have any flour. She doesn't have any oil. She, she tells Elijah, she goes, I'm just going to go make a cake, build a fire, make a cake, and me and my son's going to sit down, eat it, and we're going to die. That was going to be their final meal. 
Elijah said, make me one first. He said, but I, I've only got enough to make one little cake. He said, make me one first. And he said, uh, you take and you make my cake first and that cruise of oil that you have will never run dry. Makes no sense, does it? I want you to watch. I know it's kind of hard to see through my buckets up here. They've been well used. But in this, this jug that I've got, I have water. I have a little bit of water. She said, make me a cake first. And I will make sure you're always took care of. Let me make sure here. Let's get all that out, right? And she said, make me a cake first. Over in the book of Matthew, Jesus is performing miracles. He's performing them left and right, right? And he says, anything you ask in my name, I'll do it. He also says that to the woman at the well, he said, if you drink this water, you're going to be thirsty. He said, but the water that I give you will never run dry. If we put up God first, he's always going to make sure you're took care of. Get all of that out there. Put God first. How do we put God first, church? We want to start by being in his house. He tells us, forsake not the gathering of thyselves together. Even so more so, as you see the end of time's coming. Has anybody seen any prophecies filled lately? Think about it. We start by being in his church, being in his house, gathering together. We get up and we start worshiping and singing songs. We've got to get filled up. All day today, even when I was laying in bed and couldn't move, God was singing to me. I tried to do this without crying. The pastor that married us, me and Autumn, years ago, he was always he'd always sing a song. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up. Lord, just like that woman at the well, he keeps filling us up. I want to show you something particularly interesting. Miss Leah, can I get your help? Can you get this bucket that I've been pouring out water in? Now, you guys have all seen that water come out of this jug here. Get you a little bit more. 
want to make sure. And I want you to fill this, this urn, my pitcher. I want you to put that water back in there. Yeah, I got to hold it over this bucket. You see something there? We give out, the more we're going to get back in. We can't outgive God, church. We give out in our offering, in our ministry. You may say, I may not have much to give. Just like Micah said in his testimony a little bit ago. When we first start out, we may not have a whole lot to give. But the more we give, the more he's going to give. I want to tell you how good God is. Many of you have seen on Facebook, Autumn's dad passed away two weeks ago. After my dad passed, he became like a father to me. More than just a father-in-law. No funeral insurance. No life insurance of any sort. No funeral arrangements had been made. The first thing, one of the first things Autumn did was created a, a, an account on GoFundMe to help raise money to pay for his burial expenses. Now listen, this is how good God is. That was what, Saturday or Sunday that you created that after he had passed? Saturday, so it was the day that he had passed. We don't know what we're going to do. We start making plans to maybe have an auction to raise money. God, we don't know how much this is going to cost. I can tell you, I'm not sure about Brian's funeral. My dad's was over $8,000, and that was at cost. By Tuesday, by Tuesday, less than three days, they stamped that bill paid in full. Is that not my God? Is that not your God tonight? We wonder where is this going to come from. You've got an electric bill due. You don't know where it's going to come from. God's got it paid in full. Claim it, church. I could have laid in bed all day moaning and groaning and crying and hurting, and I would have missed God's presence tonight. God's got a presence. He's got a gift that you don't know. Think about the Lord's Prayer. You know it. Everybody knows it. You're taught it from the time that you was an infant. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. I want to bring that out for a second. John, I warned you I, was going to, I might go astray. God didn't give me this until I was sitting over here in this chair playing the bass. Give us this day our daily bread. What does that mean? He's going to take care of us. You may not see. You may see a bill. But you may not see that blessing coming. He's not going to make you a millionaire overnight. I'm not saying he can't. But he's going to give you just enough 
get through. When you go back and you read the story, the account in the book of Kings, the woman's oil finally runs out when the rains came. He didn't give her extra, but he gave her this day our daily bread. David said, I once was young, now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous nor forsaken nor begging bread. I once was young, now am old. I've never seen the righteous forsaking nor begging bread. I can't tell you how many blessings God has given me. I don't want to say how exactly how many years, but I'm younger than a lot. We always turn around. God, how am I going to do this? We got God, you provide. You are our provider. He will take care of us. Like I said, I pick up the, and I can pour water out till the cows come home. <laughs> I'll make sure I get every drop here. Think about it. I can pour it out all night long, but I can only put so much back in. It's just gonna, no matter how long it takes, we can be here all night, and I'll still get a little bit more out. He'll give us just what you need. He will give you just just enough and we do so I tell you what sometimes we don't like just enough we want to see that more we don't want one loaf of bread in our cabinet we want four or five <laughs> snow's coming we better get the milk and the bread <laughs> I can tell you I can do this all night long doesn't matter. God's blessings are always going to come. Yes. We can't outgive Him. We can't take, we don't want to take Him for granted, but it just doesn't matter. God's God yesterday. He's the same God today. He's the same God tomorrow. He's the same God in 2021 as he was in 01. Give us this day our daily bread. But also, I believe it's in Matthew. Jesus is doing these miracles and he tells his disciples, he said, greater things shall you do because I go to my father he said greater if we have the faith we could go out here and walk on water I absolutely believe it imagine walking on that little bit of water I don't know if I'm gonna if I don't stop, I'm gonna keep going. Greater works. We 
where does it start? It starts right here. It starts where you make your altar. When I gave my heart to the Lord, wasn't in a church. I wasn't in a church. I was raised in a church up until I was about 10 years old and moved to Columbus. I was in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I had just dropped off a load about 4 a.m. in the morning at a Sam's Club store. And I was parked, getting ready to go to the bed. I was in the bunk. And my truck starts shaking. You don't think a big old semi-truck can move very much. Then you've never been in one. God got a hold of that truck. And he started shaking it. I hit the floor. I literally fell out of the bed and hit the floor. That bed became my altar. I said, Lord God, if you would get me out of the mess of my life that I'm in, I will do anything. <laughs> Careful what you pray for. A little story about me in school. We used to have to do book reports. And a lot of my teachers would never tell me it was an oral report you had to do. I was the quiet kid in the back of the room. When the teacher, I would read the book, I would do the report. And she would say, you come up here in front of the class and you get, you, no. I'd wad that paper up, take a zero and throw it in the trash. I wouldn't do it. When me and Autumn started, when God called me to preach, I no, no, I, I, no, I'm too, I'm too much like Moses. I'm not a speaker. He said, "You remember Virginia?" Mm. Yes, Lord, I remember Virginia Beach. I'm calling on you. The Wednesday before me and Autumn was married, I gave my first message. God had showed me a week before that that I was going to be in front of the church that I was to preach Isaiah 41.30. For they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. For they shall mount up at the wings as eagles. They that run and not faint. They shall walk and not be weary. Lord, I know I can't do that. I'm not a speaker. I'm too much like Moses. Preacher got up that Wednesday and he preached. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I got it. <laughs> so the same church saw the message two weeks in a row by two different preachers. Pray for that man, though. He was arrested for drug charges a few years back. This is the one man that showed me that I was supposed to be a preacher. And now look where he's at. I couldn't believe it until I saw his, uh, his picture. Lord, God, how far has he fallen? Don't ever think 
you can't it can't happen to you it can it can happen to any of us I know another that was a singer died of a massive heart attack walking out of a bar he was a gospel singer we absolutely loved to hear him sing we have several of his CDs everybody knows what a CD is right okay okay there, there's a few of us that's still a little bit older my a few years back my niece was about four or five my brother-in-law bought a new a nice chest <laughs> record player the nice antique he brought down some LPs my niece picks that up picks that record up flips it up and back she goes that's a big CD yeah. <laughs> not quite <laughs> God may call you, but we get we we've got to start by getting filled up. We've got to hit our altar. We got to pray daily. And God, I understand what Paul said when he said, "I got to die daily. I got to crucify that old man when he tries to come up." I know a lot of us was getting aggravated last night watching, trying to watch the results come in. <laughs> We may not know for months from the looks of it that God is in control. We may not know who's going to reside in that White House, but we know who sits on the throne. It may be Trump. It may be Biden. It may be, um, it may be somebody in the Senate. But God is in control. My God. The same one that is able to make water come out of a rock. Water out of a rock? That's impossible. My God is able. He says he's going to make the deserts bloom. He's going to make water come out of the high places. It shouldn't. And my God's like so able to make a sun stand still. He said he'll show us miracles in the skies. Church, I just want to tell you, we got to pray for our children. For our children's children. And their children's children. Until God comes back. He is in control. Whatever we, whatever we set forward. He's in control. He's in control of your life. He's in control of my life. And I will tell you from experience. One of the hardest things for me to ever do. Is give the reins to God. I was a man that was brought up that. The husband takes care of the wife and they take care of the family together. We've got this year to get focused back on the family. We've spent more time. I know divorce rates have went through the roof this year. My two nieces are going through divorce now. 
but God's in control. We seek his face. We crucify this old flesh every day when it tries to well up. We stumble, we fall, we're only human. There was only ever one perfect person to ever walk this earth. They nailed him to a cross. I've not seen any crosses around here. When you're going through something, when you're going through physical pain, financial pain, spiritual pain, the pain of a lost loved one, he's still in control. He's still in control. God, that was the hardest thing for me to do is let God take over my life. Mm-mm. But I tell you what, when I, that night, and I'm going to wrap it up here just, just a second. When I was in Virginia Beach, Virginia, after several conversations about it with Autumn, we come to figure out that that very same night in June, 2003, she was up here praying, God, find my husband. If he's not saved, save him. At the same time, I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia, being shook out of my semi-truck. God put us together. No man can separate us. We have problems. Everybody does. God's in control. He's not going to take away. He's not going to let you take that away from him. But we can fall. Ron, I'm going pass to pass this mic back to you, brother. Let go and let God. Hallelujah. Can we just give the Lord a praise right now for his word? Miss Debbie, would you care to come to these keys? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Isn't the word of God powerful? Isn't there truth with the word of God? You know, Stephen was up.